0: This is the Anderson Business Advisors Podcast, the show for real estate investors, stock traders, and business owners. We help you keep more of what you earn and protect what you've built. Let's get started.
1: Hey guys, this is Toby Mathis, and I have Brandon Copeland, Professor Copeland, or what we like to call Cope, um, and he's here with me. For people who don't know you, can you give them two minutes as to who you are, where you come from, and what you represent?
0: Well, one, thank you for having me, Toby. You know, I appreciate you. For me, I'm Brandon Copeland, as you mentioned. I'm a husband. I'm a father of two boys. Two little little wild things. I'm a real estate developer. I'm a venture capital investor. I'm a philanthropist. I teach at the University of Pennsylvania in my off seasons and you know, having an off season, I played ten years in the NFL. I've been on six different teams the Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans, the New York Jets, the Detroit Lions, the Atlanta Falcons, and the Patriots. So I've been around the block, and for a lot of people, they would call you in the NFL a journeyman, but you know, doing it for 10 years, at some point, you, you understand that, hey, this thing isn't going to last forever. Between one of those releases or firings or whatever you may call it, right? for me, it was always important to maximize this platform and this opportunity so it could be a trampoline for the rest of my life. And we've been fortunate to have done some pretty cool things we've done course, 30 under 30. We've done a show on Netflix by my house, which is like a real estate version of Shark Tank. We're working on another show now, and we've built an amazing community for people to learn as we go, learn as we grow. That's the Life 101 community. It's that simple. A lot of people, I went to the University of Pennsylvania and I pissed them on the the name for the course. They're like, Life 101, what does that mean? It is Breaking down the money decisions we will have to make in our lives and breaking it down on a one on one level because unfortunately we never get these lessons. No one ever teaches us about these things. So we're all starting at, at ground zero. And for us, it's been one of the, one of the most amazing forms of our give back to the world because again, you're helping equip people with the tools, the resources and the knowledge they need to maximize their life's potential and their life's worth.
1: So I just want to make sure people understand. So you went, you played in the NFL and you actually went back to school and got your degree from the Wharton School of Business, right? Like you were talking about one of the top business schools on the planet. Yeah. And now you teach there. So you're a professor. Yeah. And the course that you developed, what was the impetus? What caused you to say, Hey, you know what? We really need this and I'm going to fill that need and here's how I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah. So for me, so like you said, graduated from Wharton, played. 10 years in the league, and year five, I decided to go back and start teaching. And for me, what caused that was two things. One, when I came into the NFL in 2013, everybody wanted to start talking to me about money. They wanted to start, hey, why don't we do this with your money? How can we invest it? How can we grow it? All those things. And I always thought, you know, growing up, my favorite song was back then by Mike Jones Back then, you didn't want me. Now I'm hot. You all on me. And I'm like, how come you don't talk to my mom about this? I come, you know, talk to my brother about this. So if if I twisted my ankle or I stubbed my toe and and I couldn't play ever again, you would never teach me about my money. Well, that that's a little off. I don't really like that. I'm not better than anyone else. I just happen to have a different job title that makes me attractive, right? But then two, when I was bought my first house, I bought my first house in 2016. My wife, she called me from the closing office in New Jersey. I was in Detroit playing with the Lions at the time and. They had emailed us the closing disclosure and she said, hey, babe, does everything look right? And I remember just sitting there scrolling through 106 pages and I'm like, I have no idea, right? Like all these numbers, I mean, it seems to add up. That's the purchase price. But what's all these different warranty deeds and titles, owner's insurance and all those things? And so for me, I just always felt like I've gone, like you said, I've gone to the Wharton School of Business. I've been to pretty prestigious uh, schools throughout my life and the fact that I was facing one of the most important decisions in my life, signing my life over for 30 years at the time. And I had no idea what I was doing and we had never practiced this, but I knew the tangent of a 45 degree angle. For me, I was like, that's backwards. And so we created the curriculum, we stress tested it. And for me, I could have handed the package off to someone else. However, I was afraid that somebody would butcher it. Somebody would make the information less digestible. If you don't make this conversational, you don't invite people into the room, then you scare people away from the conversation forever. And so it was in- extremely important that at least initially we were able to, you know, put my my money where my mouth is, roll the sleeves up and actually get in the classroom, get out of my own comfort zone and make money conversational, make it easy to understand. And uh, since then, we, we've done, we've changed some lives legitimately. And hopefully we just keep changing more for the better.
1: How many kids, because I know you were, you were teaching this in high schools and that uh, University of Penn got behind it and the NFL got behind it. But how many okay. people have you actually been able to, or how, how about this? How many high
0: schoolers have you been able okay. to, to have graduate from your program? Yeah, now it's funny, through some of our relationships, over 90,000. At this point, over 90,000 high school students accredited and still rolling, still counting, which is beautiful to say. So uh, we've been blessed years ago on year one when we created the course. We had every publication come in because it was unheard of. The football player would be teaching in the off seasons and then teaching at Ivy League school. And and I remember the Today Show came in and, and I told them literally if it's just here five years from now, I have royally failed. I want this to be in my high school classroom. I want this to be in a kid in Mississippi's high school classroom. And then we're going to keep working lower. But five years later, we can say we, we're actually activating on that, that that promise to ourselves, that guarantee. Yeah,
1: I think it's fair. A lot of things you hear when you work in the world of finance, uh, in taxes, is people say, why aren't they teaching this in high school? Mm-hmm. And you see people, why are not they teaching it in college nowadays, right? There's a lot of people that our college graduates, that have no idea. You said the mortgage, but there's a lot of other decisions, like even going in and buying a vehicle, the yes. car, knowing the difference between a lease and a purchase. And there's all these little distinctions that they just, most people have no idea. And so is the premise that you wouldn't go on the field without practicing. Like you'd never go and say, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to start on Sunday or in the NFL. And you're like, yeah, I haven't practiced this year. I'm just going to go out and play. You would never right. do that because you're just going to get crushed. But we do it all the time in our and money matters individually. So this is a, a way for them to practice, be part of a community so that they don't get wrecked on Sunday.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think that, like you said, it, it would be backwards to think that you would show up to that work presentation and have not even thought about it before you walk into, into the big show, right? And for our money, there's so many things that, again, like I said, in my mind, it seems simple, right? Like it, it's a constant decision in life. Right. It's like you said, it's buying a car, it's buying a house, renting an apartment, whatever it may be. And for some reason, we don't talk about it. So people keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. Like this is simple stuff right here. Right. It's just having a conversation. And that's what we're trying to do. And the one thing I will say about our community is we are not. I tell my students this all the time it's Batman has no superpowers. All right. Newsflash. Batman has some money and he's been able to put together a nice suit and he's got a beautiful utility belt. But Batman understands the tools and the weapons he has at his disposal. So when he's faced with a certain problem or villain, he can decide, okay, I'm gonna go with the smoke screen on that one. Oh no, I'm gonna go with the the, the bat star, the Ninja star. Boom. Right. And for me, our job and our community's job is not to tell you what to do with your money. Your perspective may be different. Your risk tolerance may be different. You might have different issues or family pressures that you have to deal with. But our job is to tell you what you have at your disposal in that utility belt so that now you can make the best decision for yourself and your family at that time. Because you still may make mistakes, right? I'm still making financial mistakes, but it's not a mistake as if Oh, I'm just ignorant to what I'm doing. It's a mistake that I might look back on it and say, man, I wish I would have done this a little differently. It's really at this time with the same set of circumstances, nine times out of 10, I would have made that same decision over. And if you can do that and say that, then you can live without regret on your money. It's hard when I hear people say, man, when I came out of college, I racked up seven years of credit card debt. And so I had to spend the next eight, 15 years (laughs) working myself out of it. Right? Why we can talk about these things and make sure that you don't have to waste time going through those negative experiences with your money.
1: Now you come out of the world of the NFL, and do you see this with the players? Because I mean, I have a, a number of clients that are that are current players or past players, and they oftentimes say that the people descend on you guys when you mm. enter the league. The average career is actually really, really short. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see people making a lot of mistakes in that in their first couple of years that they end up having to pay for the rest of their careers?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the curse of the quote unquote overnight millionaire. Right. The over the the lottery winner. Right. When you never had this information taught to you, it's pretty hard to do anything correctly the first time. When you come into the NFL, like you said, there's so much noise coming at you. There's so many people that are literally looking at you as prey. Right. And some people are, are are there for good, right? Some people don't need a thing from you, they just want to help you. But it's also hard to hear and listen to that when you also have another fifty people who are genuinely there to try to get their next meal ticket. And so you just have to hope that your mistakes, especially when you come into the NFL and you come into big money early, right? Most people make their mistakes over their livelihoods and they their career earnings grow over time. For a lot of players it's you you just hit the top of your career earnings and then the rest of your life is downhill so if you make a mistake initially that's a pretty expensive mistake and unfortunately we see it time and time again but i will say that there's a lot of people who are doing you know being more strategic with their money and their spending uh, because they've seen there's more media around about not being you know the next person highlighted on 30 for 30 broke.
1: Yeah, so uh, is your course being taught to the incoming players? Have they have they approached you on that and said, "Hey, we <laughs> want to have the basics so that these guys actually understand the main principles?"
0: Yeah, so the NFL has not mandated it yet. However, I've been brought in by a number of teams at this point to teach the players. We've cr- created webinars in the off-season we call them mastermind conversations. Our union has hired us as well too to teach like you said, the basics to people, and it's been extremely helpful to folks. And there's players who reach out all the time, just trying to set up time to talk, set up time to meet, set up time to learn. And and you know, again, I'm I'm thankful. And so that's another reason why we built the community, is so that we can replicate myself, right? Can we give this information at scale, right? If I have to have one-on-one conversations with everyone and be a father and invest, it's, it's tough. But if we can use our production co- company, and we can partner with folks like yourself, then we can get this information out to the masses so that we don't just bottle it up in here. We'll get the word out. Don't worry. There we go. And, uh,
1: <laughs> when somebody joins up, so they, they, so they become a member of Life 101, what
0: can they expect? One, you can expect a, a positive community. One, you're going to be immersed in a bunch of different resources and tools that you can use to Take advantage of the decisions that you might be currently making, but also, more importantly, prepare for decisions that you will be making at some point in your life. I think you can also expect to be motivated. One of the things, I'm I'm, a little husky guy, right? I'm a little husky individual. And for me, when I went on diets for the NFL, for those who don't know, you get fined per pound that you're overweight. They give you a weight limit you can find about 500 i want to say $74 per pound that you're overweight. So you can't play around with those fines. I operate better with accountability buddies. Right? It's easy for me to go ahead and have a cheap meal but when other folks and friends and family members are on the diet with me, it's a lot easier for me to stay disciplined and stay on path and i think that that's one of the most important things that you'll get is being surrounded by like-minded people who are all working towards their own visions of positive financial futures for themselves. And and the final thing is that a lot of people don't see or don't know the money is great. And we're going to talk about that, but we will also be adding in a lot of self-esteem work, self-confidence work, motivation, quotes in the mornings, a lot of positivity just so that you can maximize your life because I've wasted time in my life second-guessing myself and doubting my decision-making, doubting that instinct in my gut, right? And so for me, that is one thing that is not covered as much or highlighted as much about Life 101, but I want you to be able to walk out of your doors with your head high, your shoulders back, and just knowing that you're attacking the world and you're being the best version of yourself.
1: Okay. So somebody joins up with Life 101 what's the roadmap for them? Should they just go through? Mm. And I, I know that there's a really, I've been through the course. So I know that the yeah. course is laid out in a way that you can go through, boosh, 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 step by step. Do you recognize someone or recommend someone just go through it? Or should they have some sort of direction that they go through, skip ahead, do this one, that one? Yeah. Or should they just <laughs> go through it one at a time?
0: Yeah, no, first, the the course, you should definitely just go through that one at a time. You can do it at your own pace when you all get into the course, you'll see how it's laid out beautifully. And and we try to keep things short and digestible so that you can pause, go handle some business, come back and listen to it and pick it up as needed. You should also be aware that it's growing and it's evolving. And so we're actively shooting courses right now. We're, We're shooting a whole car buying course in a dealership with a bunch of different salesmen's different opinions on what you should and shouldn't do. Right, And so as you become a part of this community, you'll see that things will just continue to build on top of each other, just providing more resources and value for you. And the final thing is, this is, uh, yes, I'm a professor, uh, I believe professor at that. We are not talking over your head. We're, we're having a conversation just like this. And so we'll have webinars, we'll have office hours, things of that nature where you can ask any questions that you may have or dive in deeper, but understand that we're at the warm up level and we want to make sure that you're willing to invest in yourself first before you start coming to the webinars and things of that nature and, and chiming in with questions no offense that's great but make sure you you put an investment into yourself and check out the material that we already have out there first yeah so get in
1: there you'll be able to see it's 123 and a great course Go, goes by quick Thank you. You guys yeah. did a really good job of making it uh, bite-sized. For somebody who pontificates too much, I can appreciate that. <laughs> like, hey, you're we very succinct. You did it really well. Um, <laughs> that somebody that's just- gone through it, have you had anybody that went through where you said, hey, they, they kind of transformed and you saw them go from somebody who's making really bad decisions consistently to somebody who's making excellent decisions consistently?
0: <laughs> I'll give you two of my favorite stories from the course. One year, we had a young lady who. Uh, She was actually about to graduate college. And on our first lesson, we go through the budget. During that experience alone, she saved herself $16,000. And the way she did that, she went through her entire budget. She was going to be a nurse in DC. Originally, she was going to rent and her rent would have put her negative $14,000 in the hole. Her parents live in DC. So she said, listen, you know sitting here doing this experience, I might move back in with my, with my mom for a little bit. Might take my time, right? By doing that one decision alone, she was up $2,800 on that year. Now, this was the first class, 20 minute walk through, through a budget. So in that moment alone, she just had that eureka moment of like, okay, maybe I don't need to be a little too cool to live at home with my parents. I also share with her, as my first three years in the NFL in the off season. I went back home, Stay with my mom, this big old NFL player, right? So I was making decisions and making investments in my future life that I wanted for myself. But again, we're talking, we're sharing our own vulnerable stories. That's one thing. The second thing, we had one young lady, she's at Peloton now, actually. She graduated and took our course. She was the first year we did our course. She paid down $130,000 in student loan debt in two years. She would send us check-ins. Every few months, she had it all on her whiteboard. She had the, the start goal. She had how aggressive she was paying it down. And she reached out and thanked us for getting that burden off of her back early. And the one thing that I told her, I was like, I just love to see it. I love that energy that you had with paying down that debt. I want you to keep that same energy. And now what are you doing with that extra surplus of money? Are we investing now? Are we saving for your first home? What are we doing? Right. Keep that same energy. You've proven it to yourself. But to see two people like that, and we're talking five figures savings and six figures in debt paid down in a couple of years. I mean, that that says <laughs> that says it all. I've done I've done my job.
1: Yeah. You're setting some goals and you're showing some people the right way to do things that they are actually making intelligent decisions as, a, as opposed to emotional decisions. 100%. So it's really
0: interesting. So you went home during the off season and lived with your with your mom. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Now, if I wanted to have a night out back in my single bachelor days, I'm married, people. I'm married. Now, you know, I go home. But if I wanted to have a night out, I could pay for a hotel, right? But you know, actually, you know, when you realize, like you said, the NFL is not for long, I've seen guys my rookie year, I saw a guy have four different leases in different places. He got getting traded, he got released, and literally he had a, a wife and a newborn child. So he wanted them to be with him in every place that he went. And then by the the third time he got to us in Tennessee, he would said, yeah, you, you guys are going to have to stay home. I, I, I can't keep taking out these 12-month leases. right?" And so I've been fortunate to have certain experiences and see certain things that i said, you know what? I'm not going to make that mistake because the stats, which I, you know, stats can, you can make stats say anything. But, you know, the stats say 78% of players go broke within two to three years of retirement. Well, if I know that 78% of us are bound to be living a life that I don't want to live, I can't make the same decisions as you. And so as we talked about earlier, I want people to understand their why, because if you understand your why, now it's a lot easier for me to avoid those distractions and avoid falling into peer pressure and trying to keep up with the Joneses. I understand why my money is important in my vision for myself. And now I can, can stay on that path a little bit easier. And that's what we want to do with all of our members of Life 101.
1: It's interesting. So I'm going to go back to the NFL, obviously. You just mentioned mm-hmm. a stat. What, 70, is it 70 to 78% 78. of the players are, you say go broke, but it means that they've gone through their fortune. They're, they're signing bonuses and everything else within two years of leaving the league, or is it just within yeah. two years? Within two to three years of leaving the league, of yeah. retirement. Yeah. So they're living large while they're playing and they're trying to keep up with everybody else. And then when they, when they leave all of a sudden those bad habits follow them and the next thing you know they're, they're, they they' burned
0: through it. What happens to those guys? It's a great question. I don't want to maybe they call me and uh, try to get on the right path but no that's a that's a really good question. I'm sure some of them find ways to pick themselves up but honestly I, I wouldn't wouldn't really know. We deal with
1: this a lot uh, as an aside Brandon, We deal with this a lot in the estate planning where people are always talking about leaving something to their to their their kids. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I said it's one of the worst things you could do because the stats Mm -hmm. for lottery winners and people that have windfalls are about as equally as, as horrific. Uh, Mm -hmm. within four years, the bankruptcy rates go up compared to Mm -hmm. the regular public. Like in other words, giving somebody a short term windfall oftentimes does more harm to them long term than, than if you just withheld it. Right. Right. You know, so so it's going to cause some problems. So is your course designed to smooth that out? Make sure people. Don't fall for that, you know, hey, here's the easy money. No, you just, here's some staking money that, that you can now get to your investment goals faster. What are you positioning yourselves to do with, the, with that type of money? For the player that comes in and all of a sudden they do get a big signing bonus or for the person who gets a big inheritance or or who has a business deal that comes through, what's the type of advice you give those people?
0: Yeah, I want you to first and foremost understand how hard you work for this money. I mean, obviously if you hit the lottery, I mean, well you worked hard, you know, you drove to the station, picked it up, right? But, you know, <laughs> I think that sometimes for us as players, well, a lot of time for us as player, people use the term overnight millionaires. And I've started playing football in fourth grade. I was working about twelve plus years before I ever got paid to play football. I Outworked a lot of people. I outlifted a lot of people. I ran a lot of people. I skipped spring breaks. There were times where in college people were drinking and I would not be drinking. There were times where I'd be taking my tail while interning at UBS in college. I'd go and work out and train and get less sleep than everyone else so that I can invest in myself and make it to the NFL. And then to come into the league and people think you're a quote unquote overnight millionaire when really I'm a a really good investor, (laughs) you know? And when you think about your money like that, you change your perspective on it. Like, well, it's it's going to be a little harder to just give that away. It wasn't that easy to really make. And so for me, I was actually talking with a buddy of mine about this the other day. You know, we talk about and getting back to your your point about the estate planning aspect is, you know, we talk about generational wealth and and what good is that if you aren't educating the next generation? And so for those people, like. If I'm trying to save all this money to pass it down to my sons and then they get it and they just blow it, well, I might as well have blown it myself, right? Mm -hmm. So what am I doing to provide them with the resources that they need to actually take care of this investment that I've made into them and into their children? And so what we're trying to do is provide that playbook, that money playbook, that blueprint so that you can, like you said, go through some of these things before you actually have to go through these things. Going back to that example of me with the mortgage, when my wife is tr- trying to close on that home in New Jersey and I'm in Detroit, everyone around the table is incentivized for her to just go ahead and sign on the dotted line. Being a real estate investor now and a developer, I have literally saved myself thousands of dollars by now knowing what I'm reading through the closing disclosure. Hey, why are you charging me that? That's $1,400 I shouldn't be paying. Oh, oh you're, you're right, Mr. Copeland. Oh wow. Okay. There's literally a home we were about to purchase a a property we were going to convert into a, a multi unit rental property near Johns Hopkins Hospital. And they tried to add seven thousand, a little over seven thousand extra dollars onto my bill the night before the purchase. And we ended up walking away from the deal. But if I had no idea of how to read through those things, I walk away and I lose that money. And I don't know about anybody else out there, but I can use Seven thousand dollars. All the money I work hard for, I want, <laughs> and I want to spend mm-hmm. it myself, not just give it away to, to someone else. And so, all of these decisions matter, and we're just trying to arm you with the information you need to, again, make them confidently.
1: So, get through the course. Go through the course. You're going to learn the basics. You're going to learn uh, some of the bigger events, like buying a car, buying a house. Mm-hmm. Those types of things are in there. Building up your credit. All those things are in there. What's one takeaway? What's one major takeaway that you want your students that go through this to walk away
0: with? My favorite course is The Business of Me or Me, LLC. And that's a lesson that I did not get until I entered the NFL. Right When you entered the NFL as a Baltimore Raven, at least, that's, that was my experience. But I, people talk about it in other teams as well, too. They say, you are a Fortune 500 company. You are a business. You are a walking asset. You got to take care of your body. You are the thing that puts food on your family's table. And that's the same thing for all of us. The same thing for you, Toby. That's the same thing for everyone in here. You're the one who keeps the lights on. And so you have to think of yourself as a company. Who's your board of directors? Who's the team around you? Those people you're surrounding yourselves with. What are your core competencies? What are your strengths, your weaknesses, right? Are you valuing what you do like a business? And are you evaluating your circle? As such, And and when you flip that switch in your mind, for us as athletes, now we consider our, our social media, we consider our marketing, our brand, we consider how we show up in rooms, right? That actually has dollar value. And I think for me, I love that lesson because I know that it's something that a lot of people don't get and don't talk about. So I know it's a differentiator. But two, I also see the light bulb switch for a lot of people to say, oh, you're right. And then you start evaluating the people around you. You're like, oh, like you're adding value, you're adding value. Every time I call you, it's something negative and pulls me down a little bit. All right, I'm gonna start calling you a little less or Mm -hmm. even practicing saying no, practicing dealing with pressure and things of that nature. And so again, it's it's life advice. It is those major financial decisions, but it's also like dealing with some of the common themes of being a breadwinner in your circle, a breadwinner in your family. And, And again, if you don't have, the coaching, or the circle, or the community that can help you feel confident about those things, then you you risk derailing your financial future because you're learning about these things on the fly. And most of the time, like I said, when you learn about something for the first time, most of the time you have to make a mistake.
1: Yeah, you, there's there's not too many times when you get to do a dress rehearsal in life. Usually, it's just going to be <laughs> hitting you really fast and hard. And you gotta if if you haven't been doing your study, uh, you're gonna you're gonna end up being roadkill. Hey. We really enjoy working with you guys, and we think it's a great partnership because, you know, on the infinity investing side, so often we get people that are focused just on the making money part, uh, making their money make more money, and they're looking yeah. at real estate and stock. And a lot of times you're looking at it saying, yeah, but if you have a, a hole in your boat, you're, you're, you're going to have a lot of problems, and this is a great way to patch that. And we really enjoy the content that you create and the message that you've uh, th- that you've created to get out there. and we, we support it 100%, which is why we're so excited to partner with you. Is there anything else that you want to touch on that you are very passionate about that you want someone yeah. to really understand before they go into life one hundred one that they can understand cope so they say all right who is this guy what what's you know I I, I get a gist for what's what's motivating you yeah. but is there anything else that you could tell people out there that where they can get a little more insight into
0: who you are and why you are doing what you are doing yeah for me one. The feeling is very mutual on what you do and this partnership that we have together. Like, we're extremely thankful for this relationship, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say that here live. And I think that, like you said, you know, frankly, and this is going to sound really, really egotistical, but I want to relate it to, to you and what you built with Infinity Investing and also what we're trying to do and answering your question. We don't have to be doing this. Probably could be a lot more profitable just focusing on myself and being selfish and being a shark, right? But for me, I want to see other people living their dreams. I want to see other people unlock their fullest potential. And so that is what I'm passionate about. This is my legacy and my ripple effect. This is helping me put smiles on faces of people I've never even met. Because if you take our course, it's not just going to impact you, it's going to impact your children or your neighbors or your community. You might be able to donate a little bit more. (laughs) <laughs> right, uh, to your local shelter, and so this is what makes me tick. This is living beyond my lifetime here. That's the thing that I would say. one of the I would want people to come into the community and I want you to share it, right, not selfishly just share it for me and for our community's sake, but more importantly, for your community's sake, when you reach those levels of financial freedom that you're trying to. I don't know about everyone else, but I I want to look around and see my friends and family there as well, too. And so it's not just, I tell my students all the time, it's not just about you. It's about us arming you with the information so that you can go out and you can feel comfortable sharing it with your mother, your uncle, your aunt, your cousin, and you can be a change maker in your community. So once you get the gift, don't just keep it to yourself. Share it. Because again, when we all retire, we want that have financial freedom, we all doing you know, we're all on that that, that life one oh one infinity investing yacht that we uh, go in together on, right? We wanna look around and again see all of the people and all of our loved ones there with us. Not that we had to foot the bill, but they were able to afford it themselves.
1: There's the old phrase, it's lonely at the top. No, not as long as you bring all your friends and your community and the people that you care about and then and then it's not. Then it then it then it's absolutely a big old party at the top and everybody's Amen. having a good time. It's just the difference between that scarcity mentality. So many people think it's attrition. We got to waste. I, mean, I, I, I can, I can only imagine what you went through in the NFL, but I imagine that there's players that are supportive of other players and there's players who are secretly kind of happy when you sprain your ankle. Oh yeah. Right. Like, Hey, there's oh, one yeah. less competition for me. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's just the different mentality. Some people are like, Hey, I want everybody to be their best. I want to, and I want to do, and I want to be at my best with the best. And we're going to elevate everybody's game. And then there's the people that are kind of like, I just want to win. Right. At all costs, and I all think that call. we're firmly in that that camp of we want everybody to be successful. We want everybody to be at their best. You know that's our calling. I think that's your calling. I think that's why this is a great partnership. Amen. Amen. Anything else, Kobe?
0: No. Join the community. Join the community. We're excited to see you. Uh, we're excited to have fun and also ask questions. I will say this: I don't know everything, and I don't claim to know everything. There's a reason why you hire a realtor to help you buy and. Sell a home in your area. There's a reason why you hire a financial advisor to help you manage your money, an accountant to help you file your taxes, a credit repair specialist to help you with your credit. We know a lot of people. We're going to have some amazing guests come speak to you all as well, too. But there is no dumb question. We've never learned this stuff. So ask any questions that you have. And I promise you anything I do not know or have an opinion on, I will bring in someone that can give you their professional opinion on it as well. So, yeah, don't be shy. Let's have some fun with this. What do you have to lose? Put it like that. That's the biggest thing. I will add that in life at some point you have to jump and put yourself out there. At some point you have to take the risk. And so if you're on the fence, I don't really know if this is for me, I make the investment in yourself. Again, take the risk if you're on the fence and if you're not on the fence, then hey, I will see you soon.